Hey, Brad. Yeah, what's up, Isaac? Wasn't 2021 supposed to be, uh, you know, better than 2020? You know, I believe that was the general consensus. I don't think we got there yet. I don't think we got there yet. No, but you know what? Hey, let's get into it. Right, happy Monday, everybody. Super Swole Bros are back. Welcome to 2021. I mean, I know we had a bonus episode on New Year's Day, but this is the first official episode of the new year for us. So how you doing, Isaac? Uh, doing pretty good. Um, some uh, troubling, troubling things I'm hearing in the news, but uh, got nothing to do with getting swole video games, so I'm just going to ignore that. Yeah, if... I'm sure all of our listeners already know kind of what we're talking about with that. Um, we aren't going to get into that. How do you not know? Yeah. Seriously. We are not going to get into that. That is not the point of this podcast. So we are going to move along. Um, we just want just, to take a moment to acknowledge the absurdity of the situation. Yeah. And just, just know that we completely condemn the absolute shitstorm that this is. To use the politically correct term. Yes. Uh, but you know what? That's not what we're here to talk about. Sorry, guys. We were off last week because um, I was on vacation. I was out of town. Not really vacation, but kind of a vacation. I was in Washington State. I do have a few things to talk about when it comes to Washington State. But we it was have a road trip. A, yeah. yeah. We have quite a few things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about getting a pump without a pre-workout. We're going to talk about outdoor activities because I went to Washington State. Obviously, favorite workouts of the week's. And then we have a lot of things happening, a lot of things happening in the geekiness of news. Um, it looks sure. like every uh, looks like a lot of Marvel and DC things, uh, of course. Yeah, you know, at the beginning um, of the year, they always have news for projects for the year, and uh, we're gonna get into that. So, so we're gonna kind of like get into the the swollenness of it all. Uh, so, Isaac. Um, I kind of want you to explain to the dear listeners your typical workout before starting Super Swole Bros, before like I really helped you out a lot. Well, I mean, we were working out before we did the podcast, so that's kind of, there's kind of a little bit of leeway there. But for me, normally what I used to do back when I had the capability to make a routine because we weren't all shut down. Not bitter about that at all. Just, just saying. But I would, no, I would normally go to the gym at like what five, six, uh, lift for about an hour and a half, and then finish up with about half an hour to forty-five minutes of cardio running on the treadmill. Yeah, and then obviously because of the lockdown that totally changed, and the majority of our activities turned out to be calisthenics and cardio. Oh yeah. Um, I don't so, to that. Uh, before I talk a little bit about the pump at the gym, um, uh, my friend Keith is a mountain climber and him and I have been talking. He wants me to climb a mountain sometime soon. His typical training for mountain climbing was he would run minimum four miles every day plus a nine mile run twice a week plus a weight training workout regime. And maybe one day I'll invite him on and he can explain that all to everyone, but uh, he's a new father. It'd be really hard to organize that. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to be busy for quite a while. But, you know, I just kind of wanted to point that out because there are 
numerous activities that involve physical fitness that a lot of people don't think about the gym with them. Like when I say mountain climber, you don't think he's bench pressing, you know what I mean? You know he's in shape, but you don't really see it as the same type of workouts as what we do. Yeah, we our workouts are kind of more like structured and targeted. What he does is more functional, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the mm-hmm. word for it? More functional workouts? Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he does like a lot of stretching um, as well as like a lot of... He doesn't really do... Low, uh, high weight, low reps. He does more low weight, high reps. Um, I don't really know if that, you know, how that affects it. Uh, again, that's something that we'll have him talk about one day. But that kind of brings me into the idea of getting a pump in the gym without a pre workout. Now, I know you used to j- basically you never would use any sort of um, BCAA pre workouts. None of that you would really no, just use pure for water. a while. Just pure water. Pure water. Yeah. And so now, obviously, we've been working with these items. You've tried a few out. You've worked out with a few of them. Do you feel yeah. like the when we talk about pre-workout, do you feel like it's a benefit? I would say yes, even if it's just a placebo effect. Because the idea of you taking something to fuel yourself while you work out can sometimes kind of push you like, well, I, if I took the freaking pre-workout, I should be able to manage this. It's kind of like yeah. that mental state you get into too, but yeah, I do. Like, and you do notice a feeling if you take the time to listen to your body. Yeah, and with pre-workout, it for me it helps me kind of get ready for the workout, so I really like it. Um, I know that a lot of people don't like them, and you know, hey, I totally understand. You know, teach their own. Yeah, yeah, teach their own. But we are going to talk a little bit about the getting the pump without that pre-workout. So Isaac. Um, one of the ways that I've learned to get a pump without pre-workout is low weight and slow. I've been, I've been subjected to this by you and it it does, it's, it's really weird because even when you go for a low weight and you know you're physically capable, when you have to stop and like control every motion of the body as you go down, like it takes more effort and it, it works you more. You, you feel it. It, it gives you it gives you that pump that feeling and especially like if we're talking bicep curls when you go up slow pause go up further slow pause go down slow pause go down further pause I mean there are ways that I could torture you Isaac with this um oh I know I know so you know I might have to do an experiment one day and see uh see what works best um that is not comforting for me to hear. I just, I just need no, that. No, it's it's comforting for me. It's comforting for me. So, then other ways to get a pump at the work uh, without pre-workout that I have heard, I've never really done it, is doing cardio beforehand. Now, I understand how that could work. Uh, have you ever done that? I know you you did a lot of cardio, so you probably have done this at some point. I. I've experimented both ways of doing like weight lifting first and then cardio or other way around cardio and then weight lifting. For me personally, I kind of prefer weight lifting and then cardio because mm-hmm. I just think it's so much harder to lift after you've already exhausted yourself on running. It's easier to just mentally zone out after I've lifted and just keep my legs moving. That's it. Yeah. 
Well, because I've heard people say that if you do cardio before your workout, it helps get the blood flowing and it actually helps with the pump in the long run. I've never done cardio before a workout. My workouts were always structured as weights and then cardio. Yeah, it is. It is. If you're used to it, like if you have time in between, like if you run and then whatever you run, you drive to the gym, you'll be fine. You'll get part of the pump. You get the like heart yeah. rate thing and get ready for it. It's just you'll you'll be more tired than you would be if you did the reverse. Like if you uh, lifted and then drove somewhere else and then did your cardio. Yeah, or even just did because you have that little bit of break. Yeah, even if you don't take the break and you just go for the running, it takes less effort to move your legs than it does to lift. Unless it's leg day. Unless it's leg day, in which case you sh- just go home. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> for the love of God. Don't do that, guys. Always do your cardio. Um, now, one of my favorite forms of cardio, and we've talked about this a lot, is trail running. Indeed. Indeed and uh, when I was in Washington State, uh, we were checking out a bunch of trails. There are so many places I would run in the area of Washington that I was checking out. There were so many areas, Isaac. You have no idea. I sincerely and, don't, because I've never been to Washington, so... Yeah, you should go. You should go. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, the Pacific Northwest is always a joy. It's always beautiful. But it kind of made me think, you know, our trail runs here, whenever we typically do a trail run, we might get a few trees, a little bit of shade, but for the most part, we're running through dry, dead grass. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember the trail that we ran. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, there, were, there weren't more too many trees near us, specifically, like near the trail. Yeah, whereas when I was looking at the Pacific Northwest, it seemed like everything, it was just like lush everywhere. Now, obviously, I know that that is going to change depending on where you are and where you decide to run outside. Now, my point is... I feel like it would be easier to run when there's trees because not only do you have the nature, the serenity of it, but also you have the shade. So if you're running in the day, you get that little bit of sun on hitting on you. It actually it hurts sometimes. I mean, me, I get sunburn easier than anything. I have noticed that you you, you take a little bit more sunscreen than I need to. Mm-hmm. I have to get burned at all. Yeah. Also, if you think about it, if you're surrounded by foliage and trees and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There'd be more oxygen in the air, wouldn't there be? You know, I don't know. Well, you'd have to discuss that with a scientist. Yeah, part Neither of me wants to say yes. Yeah, part it of me wants to say yes. It makes sense in theory. In theory, it, it sounds sound. It sounds yeah, it sounds sound in theory, but we don't know. Yeah, our education didn't cover that because you know we we're product of public school. Just saying. <laughs> so. Also, another thing that I really enjoy about it is the idea of, I know we all listen to music and everything, but at least when you're running in nature, you don't have to worry about being hit by a car. That is nice. You, you are maybe mauled, from... Maybe mauled by a bear. Oh, I was going to say, you, you are kind of far from where you could be helped, but, I mean, you, you, aren't, you ain't going to get hit by a car. Yeah. So one of the safety tips I would say to anyone running in a foresty area is always carry bear mace with you just in case and keep those earbuds on low so you can hear what is going on around you. I have had to do that several times where I was running in Big Sur and 
I would keep one of the earbuds out just so I make sure that I could hear what's happening around me. No matter where you work out, outside, you always need to be aware of what's happening around you. At least if you're by yourself. If you're with like a group or at least one other person to like watch your back, you can kind of be more relaxed. But if you're by yourself, take precautions. And even then, you still would want to be you able to hear. You to be alert. Yeah, and even then, both of you should be alert because if something happens to the other person and you're in front of them and you can't see it or hear it, you want to be able to help each other out. Have enough situational awareness to keep yourself and your party safe. Yeah, exactly. Hard to put in practice, I think, but simple to No. Now, so, Isaac, for you, what do you think is your ideal workout setting for outdoors? We're talking any sort of cardio or calisthenic. What would your ideal workout setting be, outdoor-wise? Um... I'd want somewhere... Like, if we're going to be outdoors and you want it to be a good workout, you want somewhere where the elevation can shift, but you can also have a steady, like, neutral elevation, you know? Like yeah. You want to be able to go up and down as needed. I, um, I'd want foliage, but not, not that much, like, to the point where I'd be lost if see, I got... See, give me dense foliage. I want dense foliage. I want light foliage. Like, I'd, I'd want something na- natural around me. All right, let me rephrase. I want dense foliage, but with a clear-cut path. Okay, see, I was thinking the other way. Like, if it's so dense that there's no path, like, I'm, I don't feel comfortable running through that. I don't know what's happening <laughs> in those trees. The, that's fair. But I, I um... Like, I don't really know an area I can compare it to. Here, I mean, really. I've, I've never really been able to take you running in Big Sur yet, so you can't... You haven't seen some of the trails that I've run. You've only seen one. That is true. I've never run in Big Sur. I have been there and, like, hiked, but I've never run through it. So that, that's, May, that's You know what? Maybe, maybe for one of these episodes coming up, I should take you on a run in Big Sur. I'd be tentatively down. But I know how you do your runs, and I'm a little nervous, but it should no, be fine. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens, everyone. But you know what? Let's, let's let's kind of move on. Isaac, you were actually able to go to the gym. Obviously, you were doing opening and closing. I'm sure you didn't get as many workouts as you wanted to. And what was oh, your favorite uh, workout? Don't, don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. So um, for us, since we work at the gym, we, we're the guys who like take the equipment from inside and outside so we can open yep. outside. Um, but one of our co-workers is leaving because he got his housing situation fixed and he could be able to go to his college like he planned to in the first place. Brad was on vacation in Washington, so we were a little short-staffed and I ended up opening in the morning and closing at night for most of the week. Which kind of just took the place of my workouts, honestly. Because didn't get a lot of rest in between. And... As you know, if you work out, rest is very important. You need to recover. It is It is very important. The only thing is, when we talk about opening and closing the gym, we aren't activating all muscle groups. We activate a lot, but not all. You aren't really getting not a yet. good chest workout. 
not really the best bicep workout a little bit you know there's a lot of things but for me i wasn't really able to go to the gym obviously i was out of town before i left town i did go for a very good 4.4 mile run that felt great and um I finished the 5k section of it in a pretty good time. Not as good as what I was used to, but I got it in 27 minutes, 20 seconds or something like that. Nice. Not bad. I I go back because I haven't been running this week at all. Well, you have to get back into that. Isaac, remember, we chase the swole. The swole does not chase you. I've been working at the swole on the lifting part. Isaac... Do you think Kangaroo Sensei will be taking these type of excuses? No, I don't think he'll be taking any excuse at all. Absolutely not. But you know who Kangaroo Sensei probably is training? Who is Kangaroo Sensei training, my friend? Probably the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because they need Kangaroo Sensei to get them in that swole. Oh, they're they're in a very, very good place, I think. They're, They're having a... Okay, we're going to move on to the nerd stuff. That's, that was a segue. Moving on. Um, Marvel's having a really, you know, really... Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> I, was, I was in the middle of one train of thought, and you just shattered through that with Marvel, so i got to completely reset. <laughs> if you don't know, Marvel is finally getting started with their next phase, and they're starting with releasing limited series, miniseries? What do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you call them? Uh, I guess they'd be limited series. Yeah, limited series of the characters from the movies, but as a, like, simultaneous on Disney+, Plus, right? That's the only place there is. Um, yeah, I, so it's, I don't, like, they're making episodes, would it be a limited series? I don't know, alright, yeah, my brain. Well, see, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how far it's gonna go, because, like, this is, this hasn't really been done before, has it? Like, to this scale. Um... When you shift an entire, like, cinematic universe and condense it into separate television sort of series. That's never really happened, has it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe at some point in history, some, you know, like in television history, maybe something similar to this might have happened. But I agree with you. This seems to be like... This is going to be on a very different scale. I mean, what is it? So we got uh, WandaVision. We got WandaVision to start with, and that I think it's on the 15th. But then we also got, um, let's see, I think it was Loki. We have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I th- who else do we have? I know we had more. We, uh, we had the Hawkeye series with Kate Bishop. And I think there was a Miss Marvel, right? Maybe. It's been a while since I actually looked at the lineup, but we have different series. So what would what would make this a limited series is if they do just one season, essentially. So the question is, are they planning on doing more than one season? Yeah, see, I don't know because I like this is all like an experiment to them. Mm -hmm. Like like they're realizing they're having success with these kind of things with like the Mando and stuff. So like, let's apply this formula to the characters from our movies and see what happens. And yeah. I think that's what this is. And and also, I don't know if I've mentioned this on our podcast, I might have, but apparently Disney is in talks about rebooting Firefly. You did not mention that, and I would be I, so, so down for it. 
I, I don't know how they do it without wash though. Could they? Like I don't they? know. Or would it be would it be like before wash, you know, wasn't you know, before Serenity happened, or would it be after? I mean, they could You know how Disney does. They they take liberties with their continuity. So it might be a reboot, it might be a continuation, it might be a prequel. We're gonna have to wait and find out. Hey, we we really are. Oh, and remember I was talking about them uh, how it was rumored that Oscar Isaac was picked for Moon Knight, the guy who yes. plays Poe Dameron. Yes. That's supposedly been confirmed by the cinematographer. So it is happening, and it is okay. Oscar Isaac. I think he's a good actor, so I think this this could go well. I like, but Moon Knight is kind of a lesser known hero so it's interesting that they're picking that one to move forward with you know yeah yeah i mean you never know this the, it could be something really beneficial i mean it it, it it might be like that might be what causes the character to reach you know more what's the word mainstream um yeah fame i mean i'd take you know if any of these characters reach mainstream i mean it's obviously gonna be Really interesting, but then again, you know, Shazam wasn't really a mainstream character, was he? He was main for comics, but he wasn't really main for, like, shows or movies or such. Until his big movie. Yeah. So, I I mean, we we could see something really cool with that. You want to know a little trivia that I found while I was looking for stuff to put into the podcast? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The the entirety of the U.S. 2020 box office is less than the sales for Endgame's box office sales. So on you its know, own, but, that, that, but that's not saying much. It it, it does kind of say much because because on its own for one year, the 2020 box office could not stand against a single movie, a really good movie that you know was kind of hyped up for over ten years. Let's. But but yeah, but uh, okay. How much was the entire box office for 2020, Isaac? Can uh, you tell me? I didn't see the. Can exact you number. tell me? Look oh. it up. Look it up. Total collection. Yeah. See, well, we got to do fact facts on this shit right now. Sorry for the dead space, everyone. We'll, we'll fill it in with some happy music. Dude. Or something, you know. <laughs> because, so you know, if, if the U.S. box office was only like $2, then a lot of films beat it. Well, it doesn't, doesn't the U.S. box office like count for, um, like, digital buying the movie? I, I believe so, but I am not sure. 2020 total U.S. box office collection. For Endgame, the total box collection was 2.798 billion. That's okay. a really big number when you like think about it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to calculate all that by itself. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. So the total for the year was 2.050 billion. Oh, wait, no. Million. It was million. It didn't even reach billion. Okay, so it was two... It was two million? Two million. Two million. Okay, then... Isaac, Suicide Squad beat that. That is... You know... Okay. Yeah. Batman versus Justice League beat that. But that's still just... It's insane to think about. Like, the no, highest... No, it, it couldn't... Person? It couldn't have been... It couldn't have been that low because Birds of Prey made 201 million. Didn't say that. And, and that's a 2020 film. I wonder if this, this might be just counting... Oh no, this is just counting the US domestic. This isn't counting total. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Alright, whatever. So, but, you know. Total US domestic was about 2 million. For everything. For 396 films, the total was about 2 million. That no, it just... was... T- Alright, so I actually just looked it up. Isaac, it's 2.2 billion. Is it 2.2 billion? Yes. The domestic revenue for 2020 stands at around 2.2 billion. All right, we're we're going off on a tangent on that now. So we got uh, lost in the numbers. We got lost in the numbers. Sorry. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. So so our Avatar beat that, by the way. Um, well, yeah. Moving on to uh, more uh, DC related news. You know how you know how Arrow ended, right? Uh, no, actually, I don't. I I know that it ended. I do not know how it ended. <laughs> okay. Well, the how isn't important. It's important I know, I know. I'm just I'm giving you a hard time. All right. So they were planning on having a, a sequel, a spinoff, uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries, which was like the characters left over from the show, and they were going to, you know, start doing their own thing. Yeah. I don't know why, but apparently it was canceled. And that's not a good sign. When the successor to the flagship for the Arrowverse gets cancelled before it even starts? Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that's not... This was supposed to be like the the Boruto to Arrow's Naruto. And they just cut it short. So it's like, that's, that's not good news for the Arrowverse, I don't think. Yeah, you know, and I was actually... Uh, I really enjoyed... I watched the first season of Arrow and I enjoyed it. Um, oh, so I it would gets, actually get crazier. I, I've heard. But I would be excited to see how, you know, a spinoff from Arrow would go. But kind of disappointing to see that that's not going to happen. Yeah, I I, I was interested in it because I was like, well, like once Oliver Queen is, you know, dead and Arrow is retired, like what, what happens next? Like, oh, yeah, just pick up here. I can get down with this. And I was like, no. Kind of disappointing, yeah. but it's not surprising. It's the way things work. Well, yeah, and also, and also because of the, you, it, honestly, probably some of it had to do with the pandemic. I mean, it they've had to really adjust, like everyone has. Like, oh yeah, oh, we yeah. did not, we did not plan for this in any way. A year ago, when we actually we, we were almost going to be a year in lockdown, huh? Because when did we go in that in March? Uh, March. So in two months, it'll be about a year. Yes. That is insane. Yep. It's crazy to think about. I totally agree. <sighs> but, you know, one of, one of the movie franchises that I actually really like and actually has been keeping me company during lockdown is watching some Universal Monster movies. So Then you are in luck, good sir. 
So yes. if so, if you guys have not ever seen the classic Universal Monsters, like the classic black and white Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Swamp Thing, Invisible Man, like classic stuff, mm. that's your chance because uh, Universal is on YouTube and on January 15th, January 17th, they're going to have those movies free for a limited time. Oh. So you can actually see them in, you know, it, it's they're somewhat restored, but it's still black and white. So don't get your hopes too up on special effects. Uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, I found out what I'm going to be doing next weekend. Yeah, th- these are classics for a reason. Or this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And if you've never seen them before, they're at least w- worth one watch. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Now, uh, you have one more bit of news. I'm going to kind of cut this short because my laptop's dying. And we oh, had dear. a discussion about this uh, a little bit earlier. But yeah, go ahead. Um, guys, uh, also real quick, Universal Monster Movies, always excellent. Go ahead, watch them when they're available. Yeah. Uh, for the last little bit of info is for people interested in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, DC is once again having a freaking continuity reboot. Which kind of cool, yeah, kind of I'm frustrating. Not surprised. I'm not surprised. Well, like the new Fifty Two was the last one, and I started five years ago, and like that's the one where I got, like, where I was able to start from the beginning and keep up. Yeah. And like, and then you're gonna you're gonna shatter that all over again for me. Really, they're gonna, gonna mess gonna... with you now. Yeah. That's just it's, they're, they're not even, it's not even a multiverse anymore. It's an omniverse. Oh my god. That that gives you a. Uh, sense of the scale is increasing of now it's not just every universe now you got like different sections of multiverses like you have the dark multiverse you have yeah you have another like pure unit like multi it's it's very confusing and i i am so sad that all the knowledge i now have of these characters who i love is now technically useless because some of them are dead some of them don't exist anymore some of them were retconned as something else and of course now I have to of start course. from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Of course. Well, Isaac, you know what? I'm I, I, I'm curious to see how they're going to do this. I mean, I'm not really a comic book guy. I know several comic book guys. Um, my other podcast, uh, Brews and Reviews, they, uh, they're all into comic books. So I'm actually going to have to have a little chat with them about this and see what they think. But, you know... We gotta get going. My laptop's dying, and I gotta take care of that. And also, we're recording this episode kind of last minute, so I gotta get this edited and set oh, yeah. up and ready to go. And we had some I issues. Also, yeah, we had some issues. I would also really like to eat some dinner soon. Oh yeah, do you, buddy? Yeah. So, um, you know what, guys? You know, stay safe out there and find yourself some good areas to get a trail run in. And remember. 15th through the 17th, we're all watching some classic classic Mar- uh, Universal Monster movies. So, I think I might start with The Invisible Man. Or The Mummy. Oh, yeah. Oh, The Mummy. Mummy. But I've never actually seen The Mummy. You should. Until next time, guys. This is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out. Rocket.